Okay, for the past few Sundays, a few of you are asking me, do you have jokes? <laughs> Actually, I just wanted to frustrate you. I don't have any jokes this morning. Meron lang akong kwento. I heard about this elderly man who had a serious hearing problem. Who of you here has a hearing problem? Taas ang kamay. Okay, he went to the doctor to be fitted with a bionic ear. Okay, do you know what a bionic ear? It is an ear that is bionic. Okay, so after a month, he came back to the doctor for a checkup. And the doctor said, well, perfect. You've been hearing more than a hundred times. I guess your family are happy that you can already hear. As he said, no, I haven't told my family yet that I have a bionic ear. And I just go around, sit around, and listen to every conversation. And you know what? I changed my wheel three times. <laughs> okay. So again, good morning. Uh, my name is Reggie, uh, also known as Brad Pitt. No. Pangpalis lang yun ang kaba. Okay, so I'd like to invite everybody to bow down our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness. Thank you for what you have done in yesterday's uh, marriage seminar. We thank you, Lord God, for the harvest. And I pray, Lord God, that every word that has been planted in their hearts, we pray that it would grow, Lord God, in their hearts. And Father God, I pray that you will bless this service. I pray, Lord God, that you will anoint every words that's going out from my mouth. Lord God, although I have prepared last night, but Lord, I ask that you would override the preparation so that only pure words would, from your throne would go out from my mouth this morning. I pray, Lord God, that you will prepare our hearts so that our hearts will be receptive to hear your word. And Father God, I lift up to you our country, the Philippines. Lord, I pray, Lord God, and I declare that you are Lord over our country. And I pray that righteousness, Lord God, will prevail in our country. And also this country, the United States, Lord God. I pray, dear Father God, that you will take hold of, of this nation. And I pray that you will lead our leaders, Lord God, so that this nation will be led in righteousness. And I also pray and I declare, Lord God, that this nation belongs to you. And Father God, we lift up to you, Israel. For you said in your words, Lord God, that, Lord, we are going to pray for your nation and that there will be peace in that land. And I pray, Lord God, for shalom, for peace, Lord God, to reign in that nation. Thank you, Father God. And, Lord God, we lift up to you, Lord God, every churches, Lord God, where your word is being preached. I pray, dear Lord God, that every words, Lord God, that will proceed out of the mouth of every preacher, Lord God, will, Lord God, will be seeds, Lord God, that will grow in the hearts of every believers and, and that, people will get to know you as their personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father, and we commit this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, our topic for this morning is entitled, what? Love God, love people, do something about it. For the past two Sundays, Pastor Insong has been talking about love. And the other Sunday, he spoke about the real spelling of love, which is CCF. That's commitment, communication, 
and forgiveness. Okay? And last Sunday, he spoke about the very fundamental language of God's love that he desires that each and every one of us follow. And that is what? Obedience. Okay? So for us to really express our love to the Lord, obedience is very necessary. Amen? Amen. Okay. So this morning, we will continue to talk about love. Loving God, love people, and do, let's do something about it. Uh, I hope you won't mind, titingin ako sa kodigo ko, because if I don't, baka bukas tayo matapos. Now, you know, it's easy to love people, especially if they act like us, they look like us, or probably they behave like us. But if the person is kind of different, it's difficult to love the person. Am I correct? Okay. You know, one of the things that I learned in life okay, is that it's difficult to love people if you do not love the Lord. That's why our, our topic for this morning starts with love God. Because when we love the Lord, loving people is kind of easy. Right? Right? Okay. But this morning, we will tackle or we will discuss how are we going to love the Lord and how are we going to love people. You know, God's love is not exclusive. God's love is inclusive. He loves everybody. He doesn't love just the Filipinos or just the Americans or He doesn't love just people who are handsome like me. Okay? God loves each and every one of us. Amen? God's love is what? Inclusive. It encompasses, it covers everybody. That is the love of God. Even if we think that the person beside us is unlovable, God still loves that person. Amen? Okay, can you wake up the person next to you? Now, unconditional love says that I will only love you if. But God's love is unconditional. No matter who you are, no matter what, what your background is, your experiences in life, God still loves you. I'd like to uh, invite everybody to please rise for the reading of His Word. As we read Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 to 40. Okay, all of us read at the count of three. One, two, three. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second one is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Okay, we can sit down. Uh, last night, I, or yesterday actually, I googled different church signages. You know what a church signage is? That's the, what's the signage of church. <laughs> and here are some of the things that I've seen. Okay? Looking for a sign from God? This may be it. Church shopping? Who wants to go shopping? We're open on Sundays. Church of Christ, try Jesus. If you don't like him, the devil will take you back. 
Happy anniversary celebration. Expecting Jesus to come back April 3. Okay? You know what? I've seen a lot of pictures yesterday, but I have not seen any single church that advertises, come to our church because we love people. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? Biglang tumahimik ah. You know, you sell them, you sell them here or see a church that tells everybody we're a church that loves people. Some people would say we're a church that loves God. But loving people, you seldom see it. Even in the Philippines, I have not seen a church that advertises, come to our church because we love people. We share the love of God to you. You know, love is loosely used nowadays. There are a lot of definitions of love, and today we will also try to dissect what is the real definition of love. The church that pleases God is what? Is a loving church. Pastor Danny last year spoke about the church that pleases God. Because not all churches pleases the Lord. Do you believe that? There are churches that really exist because they just wanted to exist. But a church that will please God, you seldom, hindi, ganon, hindi lahat ng churches ganon. But if we are to be a church that will please God, we have to be a loving church. Amen? Now, we have learned from our Bible studies that the church comes from the word ecclesia. That's where we derive the word iglesia. Hindi iglesia ni Cristo, Iglesia. Now, it comes from two words, from Greek words, Ek and kaleo. Ek means out of and kaleo, call. That means church. What is a church? A church is, are the people that have been called out. Called out from where? Called out from darkness and transferred by the Lord into light. You have been called out from your sin and God has transferred you into righteousness. That is the church. The church is not a building. Pastor Insong, in his previous message, spoke about the real church. The real church is you and me. Every time we congregate and worship the Lord, we are a church. Well, in fact, the Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the temple of the Holy Spirit, this is where God or the Holy Spirit dwells in our lives. So the church is not just a building. A church is you and you and me. Amen? Now, in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, Apostle wrote this one. He said, I'm speaking to you out of deep gratitude for all that God has given me, especially as I have responsibilities in relation to you. Leaving then as everyone of you does in pure grace. It's important that you not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, 
God brings it all to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what He does for us, not by what we are and what we do for Him. This way, we are like the various parts of a human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us find our meaning and function as a part of his body, but as a chopped off finger or cut off toe, we won't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelous functioning parts in Christ's body, what the Apostle Paul is saying that each and every one of us are part of a body. Some of us may act like the finger. Some of us may probably act like the hand. Some of us may act like the feet or the foot. But each and every one of us is part of a whole body, and the head is Jesus Christ. Now, I want you to understand that whatever we decide, whatever we do in church, affects other believers. Meaning, if somebody is wayward, it affects the whole church. Why? Because people look at us as a whole body. I was reminded when there were several scandals from religious leaders before, like uh, Ted Haggard, Jimmy Swaggart before, when, they, when there were all of these scandals that happened in, in, in the religious world, all media were focused into them. People celebrated the downfall of these leaders, but none celebrated when these leaders stood up and they had a change of heart. Why? Because each and every person around us are looking at every Christian. That's why we have to be careful with what we are doing. Loving others, especially the unlovable, is really difficult. But how do we love them unless we experience and accept the love of God? It will be impossible to love them. It is only the love of God that flows through us that will enable us to love others. You know, before rejoining CCF, I, I used to go to a church where their primary mission is to reach out to the lost souls on the streets of downtown LA, reach out to the prostitutes, reach out to the victims of human trafficking, reach out to the homeless. And one time, the pastor has invited Mama San. You know what Mama San is? With all her bling bling, he even acknowledged Mama San in front of the congregation. And when I heard that, I was a little bit, you know, nagulat ako. Why, why is he doing that? You know, after all, sick people need the doctor and sinners need the Savior. Our pastor was saying, I don't mind seeing bottles of beer inside the church because these are the very people who need the Lord. What about us? Probably, kunyari lang, sakyan nyo lang ako, pumasok si Mama San dito. And I would introduce Mama San, let's welcome Mama San with all her bling-blings. Probably, lahat kayo magtitinginan, right? Kasama na ako ron. Right? 
It's, it's but natural on the human nature. Especially if the, people is, is, if the person is unlovable. One of the things that I struggle most with, with uh, before in my work is that I work for a company that is really diversified. You have different sets of people. You have the brown, the black, the yellow, the not so black, the white, and the overcooked. Okay? We work in the same company. And I manage about 50 to 75 drivers in a day. And these are different, dif they all come from different sorts of life. You know, there was a time that I shared with one of the drivers. He was on, uh, he was on uh, disability for about two months because he had back pain. So when he came back, I spoke to him. I even asked him, oh, uh, is there anything that I can pray for you? Blah, blah, so on and so forth. So we prayed together. And after that, we shook hands. Everything was okay. A week later, I got a notice that I'm not supposed to talk about religion in the office. That same person that was about to cry in my office led him to pray. It's the same person who made the complaint. Would it be difficult to love that person? Ang tawag doon, ano? Taksil. <laughs> Do you know of any taksil in your person? Diba? A lot. And it's difficult to love them. Right? But you know, it takes the love of God to love these people. It takes the love of God to love these people. You know, I'm reading a book by Francis Chan. I don't know if you guys heard about him. Uh, Francis Chan wrote a book entitled Crazy Love. And I'm really being blessed by this book because in the first chapter, he described who God was or who God is and who this God who is really crazy for you and for me. I'd like to show a video clip. Okay, It will show us the bigness, and then if there's such a word as awesomeness, awesomeness of God. Okay, let's watch this. This is different. Long sound. What, what, what you're seeing right now. First of all, this is the earth, okay? Just, just, you're taking off from the earth from Southern California, and we're going we're gonna to rise up a little bit here, okay? We're going to pull away from it. We're going to pull higher. Now, this is at about 10 kilometers. Like, if you climb Mount Everest, this is what you'd see. You'd see the curvature of the earth from that 
distance. Now you're going to, we're going to climb up even higher. This is at 100 kilometers. And you're a fourth of the way to the space station now. This is what you'd see. If you get to this level, you're considered an astronaut. Just if you ever get there. Okay, now we're going 100,000 kilometers. 100,000 kilometers from the Earth. You're a fourth of the way to the moon. That's what the Earth would look like. Now we're going to pull away to a million kilometers. At a million kilometers, there's the moon. Okay, there's the moon. You can barely see the Earth. You're at a million kilometers now. You're past the, past the moon. And uh, now we're going to go to 100 million kilometers. 100 million kilometers. You're still not to the sun. The sun's 93 million miles away. But now we're going to go to 10 trillion kilometers. Ten, there's the sun. Okay. You just passed the sun. Now you would see all of the planets at 10 trillion kilometers. And now... We're at 10 to the 15th power. That means 10 with 15 zeros. I don't know what that number is. 15 zeros, and the sun's just like a bright dot amidst other stars. And now we're going to 10 light years away. At 10 light years away, come on, let's go. Zoom, there you go. 10 light years away, now you just see the sun with like 11 other stars that are kind of its neighbors. You know, that, 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 that's our sun. And now we're going to go a thousand light years away. At a thousand light years away, you, you wouldn't even see our sun anymore. These are just a bunch of stars close to it in this cluster inside the Milky Way. Now we're going to zoom out even further, and that's the Milky Way we live in. See that cluster of stars? Those are about a hundred thousand stars that are closest to our sun. You can't see our sun anymore at this point. Now this is our Milky Way galaxy, and forget about the Earth. Okay, there's our Milky Way galaxy that we live in. Um, and we're just buried in there somewhere. And we're going to pull out even further. And you'll see that our galaxy is actually, it's, it's a big galaxy. And, uh, and all those other things you're seeing now are galaxies. And we're going to pull away 10 million light years now. His next scene is 10 million light years. Those are all galaxies you see. Amidst our Milky Way, several hundred galaxies. Now we're going to go 100 million light years away. This is the last one. We're going to zoom out to 100 million light years. Those are all clusters of galaxies. Galaxies and clusters of galaxies. You won't even see our Milky Way galaxy anymore amidst that. We don't have telescopes that go beyond that little sphere there. Who created those? Who created those? You know, when I was reading that book and looking at this video, I can't help but stand in awe before the creator of this Milky Way. And that is the God that we are serving. And that is our Father. Ni hindi nga tayo patak. Isang patak doon sa nakita natin. And yet that great God, the creator of everything, has loved you and has loved me. What is man that God you are mindful of us? You see the bigness and the awesomeness of God? We serve a big, 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 biggest, bigger, whatever 
God. And that God of the universe loves you and loves me. Haven't we realized that? Most of us have not realized how God loves us so much. I never realized how big and how much God loved me. I remember growing up as a high school student, we would eat our lunch in the cafeteria. And, you know, I, I grew up in a, in a Protestant church. And I've been very active in church. In fact, I was the national champion of a Bible in our Bible quizzer. And uh, I can always, almost memorize every major verses in the book of Acts because that's where I competed during that time. I know the Bible from cover to cover, up to maps probably, but my heart doesn't know God. That's why when I pray during lunch, I would drop the fork on the floor, pick it up, Lord bless this food in Jesus' name. Ikinahihiya ko on just noon. Why? Because as a kid, I never realized that God loved me. Some of us are secret agents. Why? Kasi kinahihiya natin ang Diyos eh. Lahat ng tulog, tulog ata ng tao na rito, tahimik. Okay? I was like that. Why? I know God here, but my heart doesn't know God. I have not experienced the love of God in my life. And unless we are able to experience the love of God in our lives, it will be difficult, it is impossible for us to love other people. Amen? Pakigising nyo nga yung katabi ninyo. Now we've talked about love, we've read about love. The Bible says in, in John chapter 15, verse 5, Jesus was saying, I am the vine and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Take a look at the grammar. It says, you're going to bear much fruit. The grammar is wrong because there is no S. Okay? I am divine. You are the branches. If we abide in Him, we will bear much fruit. And what are, or what is this fruit? Let's look at Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23. The Holy Spirit produces a different kind of fruit. Unconditional love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You won't find any law opposed to fruit like this. If you sum up all of this fruit, it becomes singular. And the best way to describe it is the fruit of love. And if we go back to the verse earlier, I am the vine, you are the branches. The branches are always attached to the vine. We can only bear fruit if we are attached to the vine. And the branches becomes what? You are just a fruit hanger. Do you know what a fruit hanger is? 
Sino sa inyo nakakita ng hanger? Hanger ng damit. What does the hanger of the clothes do? It hangs your clothes. Now, if you are a fruit hanger, what do you do? You just allow the fruit to hang on the branch. It is not your role to bear fruit. It is the role of the vine to bear fruit. And since you are a branch, you are attached to the, to the vine, what happens? The love of God, the love from the vine, flows through the branches and it goes out, comes out as a fruit. Amen? Amen. Kaya if you look, note at the grammar, fruit, what is that fruit? Love. Love. And the technique is, we just have to be attached to the vine. A branch that is not attached to the vine, what happens? It dies. It withers away. Tinatapo na lang yung ginagawa pang uling. So do you want to be attached to the vine? If you are attached to the vine, then you will bear much fruit. How many of you have seen the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt Love the Lord your God, blah, blah, so on and so forth, right? Not the movie. I'm sure in Sunday school, I'm sure in Sunday school natutunan natin ang Ten Commandments, right? Probably even in school, in our religion classes, we've learned about the Ten Commandments. Okay? But you know, one of the things that I discovered is that when you really read the Word of God, these Ten Commandments, ito siya, meron siyang preamble. What is a preamble? The preamble is the preamble of the Constitution. It is a brief statement citing the foundation, the philosophy, or the reason why the laws have been enacted. In the in US Constitution, meron preamble. Now in the Ten Commandments, meron din siyang preamble. And I'll show it to you in Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 to 2. It says, God spoke all these words. I am God, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of a slavery, out of a life of slavery. This is the preamble. And after this verse, verse 3, do not nagsimula thou shalt have no other gods before me, blah, blah, so on and so forth. There are three things that I see here. Number one, God introduces himself as God. God, the supreme being. No matter how we define God, He remains God. He is an unchanging God. Number two, that unchanging God has to be or have to be our God. Dapat just natin siya. And third, He has brought us out from the land of Egypt. He has brought you out from sin and transferred you into righteousness. Amen? So that's the preamble. And after that preamble states now or enumerates the different commandments that the Lord has given the children of Israel. And if we go back to our text earlier, all of these ten commandments, the preamble included, is only summarized into two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. And second, love your neighbors as yourself. You cannot love your neighbor as yourself 
unless you have loved the Lord your God. Nakakuha ninyo? First and foremost, we have to love the Lord your God. And if we have the, the love of the Lord in our hearts, then we can love our neighbor as ourselves. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 2 to 5, this is a letter to the church in Ephesus. Earlier, I said it is difficult to love God unless we have experienced the love of the Lord. And sometimes, we have experienced the love of God. And after some time, what happens to us? We tend to forget our love. So, Panginoon, let's read this. I see what you've done. Your hard, hard work. Your refusal to quit. I know you can't stomach evil that you weed out apostolic pretenders. I know your persistence, your courage in my cause that you never wear out. The church in Ephesus is like somehow an ideal church. Napakasipag nila. Because the Bible says, God sees their hard work. They're persistent. They attend Bible studies. Probably they do ministry. Probably they do discipleship. They do hard work, and God recognizes it. In fact, God recognizes that they hate sin. However, let's continue. But you walked away from your first love. Why? What's going on with you anyway? Do you have any idea how far you've fallen? A Lucifer fall? Turn back. Recover your dear early love. No time to waste, for I'm well on my way to removing your light from the golden circle. No matter how busy we are in church, kahit araw-araw ng discipleship ka, if you have lost your first love, it will be difficult for you to love your neighbor. Most of you are married, right? Those sa mga singular. I know at one point in time, we experience first love in our hearts, in our lives. Am I correct? Si Ulrich talaga nakangiti eh. How do you feel when you experience your first love? You're in cloud nine. Right? Di ba nung sinagot ka ng misis mo? Anong ginawa mo? Takbo ka kagad doon sa mga kabarkada mo, kaibigan mo. Pare, ayos na. Kasalan blues na. Right? Doon ang mga sa mga babae, nung sinagot ninyo yung mga spouses ninyo, ano nangyari? Wow, I'm so in love. Nagdi-daydream na tayo. We tell others about the new found love that we have. Same is true when we were Christians. When we were first born again, what did we do? We were so excited about God. We were so excited in sharing the love of God to other people. But we become so busy. We become so engrossed with a lot of things in our ministry, in our church. What happens? Hmm, tsaka na yan. You know, I, I noticed that the people who are really excited in evangelism and sharing the love of God to others are the people who have just been born again. 
But those who have been born again a year, a two, five years ago, 20 years ago, medyo nanalamig na. But Jesus is saying, the Lord is saying, unless we go back to our first love, we will never be able to share the love of God to others. And that's what God hates. In fact, there's a warning for us in the book of Isaiah. It says, the Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips. But their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. That's why habang tumatagal tayong kristyano, marami tayong natututunan na do's and don'ts in church. And we forget the fundamental thing and that's, that is experiencing the love of God. And the moment we failed or nabawasan na yung experience natin sa pagmamahal sa Panginoon, then, doon na nag-fail yung pag-reach out natin sa ibang tao. Amen? Okay, look at the person next to you and check if he's still awake or sleeping. Okay? At gisingin natin. I remember I, I preached one time in a church in Isabela. I said, lahat ng tulog magsabi ng Amen! May mga, may mga sumigaw, Amen! So, okay. What is love? What is love? There are a lot of definitions in love. I googled love, and you know what? It even led me to a website, Dating Russian and Asian Women. You want to find real love? Okay. Try to date an Asian woman. Of course, hindi ko ginawa yun, no? Gagalit asawa ko. You know, there are, we define love based on our experience, sometimes based on our culture. Just like here in the U.S., the definition of love here is different now. You love me? Come on, let's live together. Okay? Iba-iba na ang definition ng love. Sabi nga ni Pastor Insong, we have marginalized the definition of love. But what is really love? Let's look at the Word of God in John chapter 15, verses 12 to 14. This is the only definition of love that didn't change. The definition of love in the world has evolved. But the definition of love in the Bible has not changed. It says, love one another as I have loved you. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friend. You are my friends when you do the things I command you. So it does not say that, you know, when you love a person, you do this, you do that. It's very simple. When you love a person, when you love God, we need to follow the example set by Jesus. Are we loving our neighbors? Are we loving our spouses the way we, have, we love them? 
na kung naglalakad kayo sa kalye, andun siya sa danger side, kulang na lang itulak mo. Are we loving them enough that we're willing to die, lay down our lives for them? It's difficult. But God demonstrated His love towards us in that while we, will yet, we were yet sinners, Christ died. The creator of the universe, the creator of the Milky Way, He was willing to die for you and for me. And, and, return, and, in, and in return, He expects us to love others. Because by loving others, we are showing the love of God that He has done for you and for me. Amen? God is love, but He also defines love. We do not have the license to define love according to our standards. I quoted that from the book, Crazy Love. God is love, and He has the right, and He has the only shalamic uh, K to define love. The problem with many Christians is we're trying to redefine love. We're trying to redefine love. We're trying to put, to change the way the Bible describes or defines love based on our experiences, based on our culture, based on our education. The definition of love in the Bible, as far as God is concerned, hasn't changed. We have to realize that every person is on a journey. Or some of the people around us are still on the potter's wheel. God is still continuously changing them from one degree of glory to another degree of glory. More so often, we judge people by the way they look. We, we try to find out whether they are in, we have the same uh, likings, we have the same uh, hobbies, etc., so on and so forth, and then we decide whether to love the person or not. You know, if probably we will take on their shoes, probably we would know why that person is acting that way. And more often, we judge people on the surface. We have not even known that you know, they are really deeply hurt. And then we start condemning people. The areas that we are strong, you are not strong in that because of your talent or whatever. You're strong in that because of the grace of God. And because of that, God wants us to sow seed into other people. Whenever we show love to other people, we sow seed of love in their lives. But you know, you will say that, you know, this person is not responding, etc., so on and so forth. So why will I continue to sow seed into that, into that person? You know, when you plant a seed, who among you have seen a seed? Konti lang. Hindi nyo alam kung ano yung seed? Pag nagtanim kayo ng seed, do you go back to your garden the following day and check whether the seed has grown or not? Not yet. 
You just leave it. It is not your role to make the seed grow. It is the role of God to make the seed grow. So when we plant the seed of love to other person, don't expect that this person will immediately reciprocate. Do sa tinanim natin. No. It takes time. Some seed grow after years of it being planted on the soil. Some seed grow after two days. After three days. Ang munggo, how many days? Two to three days? Okay, nalumalabas na yung sprout. Parang masarap kumain ng munggo. Bagay sa amin ni Pastor Danny yun. So some of them take years. We just have to be patient. Why? Because it is not our role to make the seed grow. It is the role of God to make the seed grow. The reason why sometimes we are not able to bring people to the Lord, it's because we give them excuse for not believing God. Why? Because instead of showing love to them, people get discouraged. Wala naman palang pagbabago. Mas masungit pa nga siya. Diba? You know, we need to stop giving people excuses not to believe in God. Because these people around us are looking at our lives. And every time we make sungit, what? We're giving them an excuse not to believe in God. Amen? Pakigising yung katabi nyo and pakisabi, hindi ikaw yun. You know, there are, my wife was, was sharing with me, meron siyang relative, meron church somewhere in New York. And you know, this church is an exclusive church. If you do not belong to the family, you are not welcome in the church. Yeah. Totoo yun. Okay? Kung gusto niyong tanong sa kanya mamaya. Okay? But, but all I'm trying to say, there are churches who are exclusive. Our attitude should be, we have to be inclusive with everybody. Whether you are guapo like me or not, we need to love them. Whether you are straight, you are gay, heterosexual, homosexual, we have to love them. Whether you are a Muslim, a Pentecostal, a MacArthur, a Baptist, or whatever, we have to love them. Whether they are black, white, yellow, brown, green, or whatever, we have to love them. Green, incredible hulk yun. But you know, I've experienced it. You know, it's really difficult to love other people, especially from other races. Lalo na kung yung kasama mo tamad, Pilosopo? Taksil? Ano pa? Masungit? O oh, ito ang matindi. May putok. O oh, tawa kayo ng tawa. O oh, ba? Meron ako kasamahan sa, you know, hindi ko nang sasabihin ng pangalan. Pero gusto niyo malaman? Kiss muna. Okay, you know, 
uh, it is part of our uh, process that at the end of the day, the drivers would come into our office, okay, and we will do a debriefing. You know, the drivers are out there under the heat of the sun, okay, they're sweating it out, making deliveries. And, you know, papasok ka, nakapabango ka pa, di ba? Tapos, office mo, meron ka pang air freshener, tapos may papasok dyan na talagang... You know, I would... Confession. You know, there are sets of questions, okay, that you have to ask them. You know, this particular driver, oh, sige, it's okay, that's fine, no problem, okay, that's fine. I let him go in less than a minute. And you know, after he left the aura, but you know, God rebuked me. Is that the way you love? Akala mo lang mabango ka. Pero talaga naman mabango ako, sabi ng misis ko. But you know, when we were sinners, we are just like filthy rugs. Mas mabaho pa tayo nun. And yet, the creator of the universe has embraced us. And I tell you, unless we've experienced that great love, we will not be able to share that to others. We will not be able to share that to others. You know, when I was telling you earlier about the church that I used to belong, we have a project called Adapa Block. In Adapa Block, we adapt a certain area, and then we go house to house and sometimes would clean their house. All we do is simply show our love to them. Sometimes we would buy them groceries. Okay? We, we, don't, we don't talk about God. No, we just show them love. And you know what? A lot of people are getting saved because they are feeling the love of God through us. Amen? Teka, nawala na ata yung notes ko. The Bible says, Jesus said, that if you love one another, by this shall all men know that what you are my disciples. It did say that if you are religious, if you are spiritual, if you are doing discipleship, if you are a pastor, if you are a leader, they will know that you are my disciple. No. The only litmus paper that can tell us that we are God's disciple is when we are able to show the love of God to others. We have to remember that God is God. He is not Filipino. He is not Chinese. He is American. He is not American. He is not Korean. No, wala tuloy discarte ko sa inyo. Okay. But you know, God is God and simply he is the God of all races. God is God. And we have to love each other because why? The God who is the God of all races loves everybody. Amen? Eh, sabihin ninyo, eh, Reggie, what about their false doctrine? What about your false doctrine? 
You know, there is no, nobody is correct 100%. The reason why denominations was created or were created is because they wanted to protect the doctrines that they think are right. You know, if we think that way, we are just like a person who plays water in a bathtub and call it later Pacific Ocean. Nobody is 100% correct. What is important is we believe in the fundamental gospel. And what is the gospel? Christ. Meron ako naririnig ditong iba. Okay? So what is important is the fundamentals of the gospel is there. Amen? You know this guy? Thank God for Steve because now I have my iPhone. I am able to control my iPad through the iPhone because of this genius guy. You know, Steve is an adopted, as a child he was adopted. And at the age of 13, he was actually raised in a Lutheran church. And at the age of 13, he started to question his faith and adhered to other religion. And at the age of 56, he died of pancreatic cancer. You know, on his deathbed, before he, he passed away, his family members were around him. And Steve opened his eyes and said, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. My take on that is probably Steve has been seeing the pearly gates in heaven. Because if he is seeing hell, siguro sinasabi niya, oh no, oh no, oh no, get me out of here. What am I trying to drive at? We cannot judge a person. We cannot judge a person. The seed of love has been planted in his heart. Probably in his dying bed, he called on the name of the Lord. Hindi sinabi ni Lord, hindi pa pwede mag-GLC ka muna. No. Because if Steve Jobs saw hell, sigurado hindi, oh wow, oh wow ang sasabihin niya. You know, I read about this poem, this poem, okay, from a preacher. Uh, can you see it at the back? No? I'd like to share this with you. Nakikita niyo na? Okay, I will read it. I was shocked, bewildered, and confused when I entered heaven's gate. Not by the beauty, nor the light, nor its decor. It was the people in heaven that made me sputter and gasps. The sinners, the cheaters, the liars, and the trash. There stood the kid from second grade that stole my lunch money twice. Next to him was my neighbor who never said anything nice. Herb, who I thought would be rotting in hell, was sitting on cloud nine doing quite well. 
I asked Jesus, what's the deal? I'd love to hear your take. Now all these sinners get up here must have been a mistake. And why is everyone so quiet, so somber? Please give me a clue. Jesus said, it's because they're all in shock. They never thought they'd be seeing you. God's love is so wide that it included you and me. We better practice loving our neighbors because when we get to heaven, they might be the person next to us. The sad part is, if they are in heaven and we are in hell looking at them because we have not loved our neighbor. Let's practice. Let's practice. No matter how the person next to us look like, kahit hindi katanggap-tanggap, mahalin natin. I heard about this story, I will read it, about a young couple. They were eating breakfast at a small diner one morning. They had their one-year baby boy in a high chair. As they were eating, the little boy started smiling, real big and excited. The mom turned around to see what's going on and causing all the excitement. There was an elderly man sitting on the table beside her. This man looked to be homeless. His hair was in a mess, didn't shave, smelled really bad. He said to the boy very loudly, how you doing, little buddy? Everybody in the restaurant turned to see what was going on. The mom was kind of embarrassed. She nodded at the man, man, then turned around to get her to her table and tried to get her baby's attention away from the man. But the man kept on talking to the baby, playing peekaboo, patty cake. This little baby was totally being entertained, totally taken by this man, so much so that instead of smiling, now the baby was crackling and laughing out loud. The parents just bowed their heads and ate as fast as they could and get finished. Finally, they were through with the breakfast. Then the husband went out to pull the car up front as it was raining. The mom got up from the table and picked up the baby and head headed towards the counter to pay. Under her breath, she said, God, please help, without, help me get out of here without any more commotion. But about, but about that time, the homeless man got up and stood behind her. When the little baby saw him step out, he put up both arms, leaned away from the mother, and reached out to the man. Before she knew it, the baby was in a total stranger's arms. It looked like they were old friends. At one point, the little baby laid his head on the homeless man's shoulder. The man closed his eyes, just taking it all in. His hands dirty, rough, full of grim, pat the little baby's back and softly, and then the mother 
The mother stood and watched all in amazement. Couple of moments, he handed the little boy back and said gently to the mother, you take care of this little boy. She said with a lump in her throat, I will. She walked towards the door and leave. Tears started to run down her cheek. She said, God, please forgive me. The little boy looked at the man with an eyes of love while the mother started to judge the man. Are we judging other people the way like this mother does? It is my prayer that the love of God that, are, that is shed abroad in our hearts, we should be able to share it to others. Now, Pastor Insong is ready here telling me that it's time for me to stop. No. <laughs> I will tell you another more story. <laughs> you know, I heard about this story about a man who visited a high-end church. You know what a high-end church? It's a church that is high and at the end. Meaning, it's a church full of, you know, saucy people. Okay. <laughs> so there was this guy who was wearing jeans. You know, uh, I used to attend a church that's something like that. People who attend the church are all wearing suits. And in fact, uh, the ushers, hindi ko pinaparingan si Nat. <laughs> they were wearing suits and when you go to the church hi brother so and so forth hey, you know me I just wear jeans kumisa ko ano lang suot ko so anyway there was this, this high end church and this guy he went to church he was just wearing jeans and rubber shoes or sneakers when he went inside the church he sat probably on the second and on the third row and everybody was looking at this man they were kind of uneasy, uncomfortable, and they sent note to the pastor sharing their concern. After the service, the pastor talked to the guy and said, I want you to ask God what you're going to wear next time you go back to my church. The man said, I will. The following Sunday, this same man came back to church wearing the same clothes that he used the previous Sunday. And then the pastor scolded him and asked, I told you to ask God what you're going to wear when you go to my church. And then he said, yes, pastor, I did ask God, but God said I didn't know because I haven't been to this church. <laughs> Do you want God here in this church? Yes. Show love. Wear shorts? <laughs> you want God's presence in your family? Show love. You want God's presence in the office or your workplace? Show love. Even in little things, show love. Some of our young people here, you still have a long way to go. Start showing love. Start planting the seed of love and you will harvest 
a lot when you are in a ripe, good old age. Some of you, you are already in going towards the end of your life. Like <laughs> second childhood na. Okay? It's not too late. Show love. You can always show love to your relatives. You can always show love to your neighbor. I've shared this to, I don't know, with you guys. But there was a time I was riding the bus. And there was this old lady. She's got several plastic bags in her hand. And she was trying to locate some change to pay the bus driver. And she can't find. I was sitting at the back. And the Holy Spirit told me, go pay for that lady. You know what I did? Kunyari, hindi ko nakita. I disobeyed God. I disobeyed God. And after several stops, the lady, the old woman, you know, uh, went out. And you know what? Every time I remember that, I always say, I'm sorry, Lord. I disobeyed you. I have not shown love. I immediately judge that woman. I immediately judge that woman. And up to this day, every time I remember that, I can vividly see the face of that woman. I felt so sad. I felt so sorry. I hope that doesn't happen to you. So lastly, Watch this video clip. tell me? When are you going to show me? Are you really just going to keep it to yourself? I mean, sure, we hang out with a completely different crowd and, and listen to different music, but is that really all it takes? What are you scared of? I'm not talking about how you've done it before by judging me. Do you really think judging me is going to make me change? Would it make you change? What I need is for you to pick me up when I'm down. To, to be there. Just be there, you know? There's something missing in me. Sometimes it feels like there's this hole in my heart and nothing I do ever fills it, but you found it. You have this, this thing, this person that makes you whole. Listen to me.
I need you. I need you to walk out of here ready to do whatever it takes. No matter the cost, show me what unconditional love looks like. I mean, stop telling me about this God of yours and show me who he really is. You know, it may not be cool and people may talk and honestly, I'll probably argue with you and when you screw up, I'll probably call you a hypocrite. But don't give up on me. Please, don't give up on me. So let me ask you again. When's it gonna happen? Too many people are dying out there without hope. Let's not give up on them. It's not enough that we preach Jesus. What is important, we show them love. The love that comes from God. Father, we thank you this morning, Lord, for your word. Lord, I ask your Father God that you will allow us to really feel your love for each and every one of us. The problem, Lord, is not that we don't love you too much, but the problem is a lot of us have not really experienced that great love in our hearts. Lord, I pray, Lord God, if there's anybody here this morning who is lacking, Lord God, of that love, I pray, Father God, that you will praise that person with your love. Let them feel how much you love them. How much you love each and every one of us. And Father God, it is my prayer. Lord, that as we feel, as we experience your love in our hearts, Lord, that we'll be able to share that love to others. Lord, we are going to disciple because we love you. Lord, we're going to serve you because we love you. We will reach out to our neighbors because we love you, Father. I pray, dear Father God, that you will speak to each and every one of us. And this week, I pray, dear Father God, that you will lead us to the person so that we can show your love to that person. Lord, I know, Lord God, that you have a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. And I pray, dear Holy Spirit, that you, you will guide us. Guide our steps. For you said that the steps of a righteous man are so ordered by you. And Lord God, I pray, Lord God, for each and everyone who are here. If there are those who are sick, Lord, you are our Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals us. And I speak healing to that person in Jesus' name. If there's a person here, Lord God, who is anxious, Lord, Father, you are our Jehovah Shalom, you are our peace. Lord God, give us the peace that passeth all understanding. If there are people here, Lord God, who have problems, issues in their lives, Lord God, I pray, dear Father God, that with your Holy Spirit, you will guide us, Lord God. You will guide that person, Lord God.
Lord God, if we are down, thank you that you're going to lift us up. If we have sinned, thank you, Lord God, for your forgiveness. Thank you so much for your great love to each and every one of us. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.